This is the John Moore Show on ESPN Central Texas. When you've had a camp where you know that you did physically everything that you're capable of doing, you, there's a piece. It's like, I'm going to win or I'm going to lose, but whatever happens, if I show up and perform, it happened. You know, what was supposed to happen, happened. The John Moore Show is brought to you by Amanda Cunningham, Coldwell Banker Apex Realtor, by Alliance Bank Central Texas, by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, your friend in the car business, by the Baylor Club at McLean Stadium, on the web at thebaylorclub.com. And by Diamore Fine Jewelers, 4541 West Waco Drive, where Waco gets engaged. He went to school locally here in high school at Keller High School, about 20 minutes away. Got traded in March to the Athletics of the Matt Olson deal. Played at Vegas, won the MVP of the Future Games. And now he stands in, batting in the sixth spot, leading off the second inning with the A's ahead 1-0. Langolier is a right-hand batter, 24 years of age, goes out for the first pitch and bangs it down the left field line. That is extra bases. It's in the corner. Langolier is around first, hustling the second. Here comes the throw. He slides. He's in with a double. Shea Langolier is the first big league pitch he sees. He drives it into the left field corner. Family and friends on hand. That happened fast for Shea Langoliers. Stay connected with the Voice of the Bears on Twitter, on Instagram, and on Snapchat at Voice of Bears. So the kids, they're all right tonight. With Stevenson in the first and Langoliers here in the second. Now, from the Allen Samuel Studios, here's the Voice of the Baylor Bears, John Morris and Aaron Sexton. And welcome, John Morris Show, on a Wednesday. We're glad you are with us. Uh, as Aaron just said off the air, it was a big night for Baylor last night. Heard from Haley Cowan in the open. Haley, former acrobatics and tumbling student athlete, now uh, now a uh, UFC fighter after her win last night in Dana White's Contender Series in Las Vegas. Congratulations to Haley. Big win there. Let you hear a little bit more from her post-fight coming up in June just a bit. Then, how about Shea Langoliers, the uh, former Baylor baseball All-American, making his Major League debut with the Oakland A's. Happened to come in Arlington last night. He's from Keller. Uh, they had a crowd shot of uh, a group of friends and family. The number was about 100 uh, is what was reported of his friends and uh, fans and family that were there last night. Uh, that you really couldn't draw up much better for Shea Langoliers to be called up to the majors and to make your debut in Arlington. Uh, and what did he do? Aaron, first pitch he saw. <laughs> first pitch, second inning. Double down the left field line and big old smile on his face as he's standing at second base. That was pretty cool to see, wasn't it? It really was. And I was going to start recording <laughs> just in case he got a hit in his first major league at bat, but I didn't get started by the first pitch and he beat me to the punch, so to speak. And But it was it was a pretty great way to start your major league baseball career. Uh, can you imagine the <laughs> adrenaline that was flowing? How about yeah, that? I mean, he, he, he went to school. You know, right down the street, so yeah. to speak. I know it's a few miles, and with DFW area traffic, <laughs> probably about an hour and a half drive. But you know, he did. Uh, he went to Keller, so he he played in the Metroplex, and then to come back and have your first game against the Rangers at Globe Life, and then to get a hit on your first on the first pitch you see, yeah, 
pretty pretty phenomenal. Yeah, it was great. Scored a run there also. A's won the game 5-1. to one. Uh, And he said in a story that was on the A's website uh, that he went to a ton of Rangers games growing up, as you might imagine, for a baseball guy from Keller. So really, really cool for uh, Shea Langoliers, his first major league hit uh, in Arlington, a double on the first pitch that he saw in the second inning. So well done, Shea Langoliers. Well done, Haley Cowan. Big night there last night. Um, Let me tell you what's coming up in the hour. As I said, we'll let you hear a little bit more from Haley Cowan uh, post-fight last night. Uh, We'll also check in on Baylor Volleyball. Assistant coach Josh Walker will join us. Josh is new to the program. Uh, Very interesting background for Josh, who played at the University of Hawaii uh, and has been a very successful successful player and coach now here at Baylor. Good friends with Ryan McGuire and a great addition to the staff this year. But Baylor Volleyball has their green and gold scrimmage that comes up tonight in the Farrell Center. Uh, Six o'clock for the scrimmage this evening, free and open to the public. If you want your first look at Baylor Volleyball, that comes up tonight. We'll talk about all that with Joshua Walker. Aaron, how about uh, Haley Cowan's fight last night? Uh, It was tough, but she won a split decision, and with it she gets that big UFC contract. Yeah, it was was great. It was really great to see. That's, you know, Baylor Athletics and, and MMA are two of my favorite things. There hasn't been any overlap before, and I really didn't think that there would be. I mean, there's been some former college football players that have entered MMA and done well, but no former Baylor players. And then, you know, we had her on, the former acrobatics and tumbling athlete, and she is now a USC fighter. She's got the contract and will more than likely be probably on the undercard of, you know, the first event that she's participates in for the UFC, but still she will be on the card of one of the upcoming UFCs, and that's pretty special. Wow, that's cool. So would it be safe to say that uh, that Haley Cowan in her sport and Shay Langoliers in his sport made their major league debuts last night? Yes, that would be very – or, uh, I mean, with her, it will probably be more officially when she actually gotcha. fights. when she has in, a UFC On the UFC fight. card, yeah. Right, but right. She basically got called up last night. She just – you know, it's a little – it's a little quicker in the major leagues because it happens that day, but she she kind of got the call up from the UFC, and she'll be fighting on an upcoming card now. Very cool. Very cool. So well done there. Uh, well done by Haley Cowan. All right. Uh, the Congratulations to both of them. It's a big day on the Baylor campus today. This is the first of two days, uh, maybe three of move-ins on the Baylor campus. If you've been down here around campus, you know what I'm talking about. It is a, uh, listen, it is a very organized, well-oiled machine uh, for move-in. Uh, it's just two days, actually, Wednesday and Thursday. But there's signs up, you know, and you're, you're designated a day and a time to come, and you're A, B, C, or D, and it tells you the route to go, you know, to uh, for incoming freshmen to get to their dorm. And then there's so many volunteers on campus, faculty and staff, that are there waiting for you. So, uh, Aaron, uh, if you were a freshman, incoming freshman, they told you to be there at 10 a.m. this morning, you know, at Penn Hall. You pull up at Penland Hall. They'll say, what's your name? You'd say Aaron Sexton. They'd say, what room are you in? You'd say 127 Penland. And they would say, all right, we got it from here. 
and they would, like a pack of piranhas, just jump on everything in your car, unload your car completely in seconds, and get it into your room. And what you have to do is find a place to park that car, uh, you know, probably over at the Ferrell Center, probably off campus, uh, but uh, then come back and start organizing your room. But the move-in process is just amazing to see, and there's so many great volunteers here on campus that make it such a welcoming I mean, it is a welcoming um, uh, handout, you know, reach your handout to these incoming freshmen and their families. Yeah, that's so great because starting college, you're so nervous. It's so intimidating. You don't know where anything is. And that's that's really great that they do that because that's just a huge burden kind of lifted off of the students and kind of gets you well on your way to being acclimated. I mean, that's a big deal to get moved in and know where you're going to be staying, first of all. It's a very big deal. Yeah, it really is. And just, you know, just the uh, the manual labor of, of unloading a car and all your stuff you're going to get in that dorm room. And some of them, it's not just a car. Some of them, it's a U-Haul trailer, and they're going to put it in a dorm room. But uh, <laughs> to have that help waiting for you uh, is really fun to watch. I walked over to campus today, had a meeting at Castellaw, but went early and went over there just to kind of see the activity. And, and it is a beehive of activity over there and really cool and so much energy on campus when the uh, you know new class this is the class of 2026 uh, comes to campus so really really fun to see and uh, well done by all the volunteers who make it again such a welcoming event yeah I wish I bet there's a lot of people listening who wish that they had had that <laughs> when they showed up for their right. for their first day of, of freshman year in college because it is a it is a really cool thing to do. Yeah, I don't know how long it's been going on. I really I, I really don't know how far back that goes. So, didn't have it when I started school, I can tell you that for sure. All right, uh, we're off and running on this Wednesday. We appreciate everyone being with us. John Morris, Aaron Sexton. Aaron's in the Allen Samuels Studios. We're brought to you by Allen Samuels Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, your friend in the car business on the web at alansamuelsdcj.com. Let's check weather, have more. Weather may be changing. Front headed our way tomorrow is what I hear. Let's check weather. We'll have more. Be back in just a moment. John Morris Show will continue on ESPN Central Texas. The weather this hour is brought to you by Alliance Bank. Find Alliance Bank with their several locations in Waco and new location in Temple and let them help you and your business succeed. Your ESPN Central Texas forecast for the rest of the afternoon, sunny and hot. We'll see a high near 102 tonight, partly cloudy with a low of only around 80. Then tomorrow, 50% chance of rain and cooler with an afternoon high of only around 90. Currently, it's 100 at ESPN Central Texas. Keep up with the University Trojans on ESPN Central Texas. Enjoy one-of-a-kind luxury and lounge at the Baylor Club, located in the heart of McLean Stadium. This elite club offers a five-star member atmosphere for all your work and play needs with a master culinary team and outstanding hospitality. Weddings, milestones, business, and birthdays, a stadium roaring with bear spirit featuring stunning city skyline views. Baylor Club truly has it all. For interest in membership or your next private event call 254-710-8080 
Entering the Make This the Summer event, Alan Samuels is celebrating with an incredible lineup of new 2022 models like the Grand Cherokee, Grand Cherokee L, Renegade, Wrangler, and the Wrangler 4XE. These vehicles bring power, style, and a smooth ride you'd expect from a Jeep. The Grand Cherokee L even brings you extended seating with a third row. Come see what Alan Samuels can offer you and your family and find the Jeep SUV that fits your lifestyle. football fans the new schedules are out for the copies of the bears schedule you can pick one up for free at jr grace realty and property management bears cassiano viper investigations and legal support superman electrical cg construction group llc nine round waco happy hounds aquatic and daycare center Waco Streak Airport Shuttle, Glass Phoenix, Jasper's Barbecue, and Fred's Radiator and Auto Repair. Please patronize these sponsors because they're an asset to our community. Brought to you and paid for by Prestige Marketing, LLC. ESPN Central Texas is 1660 AM, 92.3 FM, and 100.9 FM. And a lot of people, when they come in, they'll say, I'm usually much more active, but since I've been in pain, I've had to limit the activities I'm doing. You're listening to Janelle, an art support specialist at the Good Feet Store. The next step is getting them in the right art supports. After walking around with the art supports, they'll feel much freer and lighter. Our goal is to have that long-term change for them to make sure that they're continuing to notice a difference in their life. Try them for yourself with a free fitting at the Good Feet Store. Good Feet Waco in Central Texas Marketplace across from Lazy Boy. Appaloosa Trading Post Rodeo Pond has Waco's largest selection of President Donald Trump merchandise items. If you're looking for Trump caps, T-shirts, flags, placards, and more, Appaloosa Trading Post Rodeo Pond is the place to go. And while you're there, check out their large selection of saddles, tag, guns, ammo, western furniture, and gift items such as metal art and home decor. It's the world's greatest western store. Appaloosa Trading Post Rodeo Pond, 3101 North Robinson Drive. A bank in any town USA treats everyone like, well, anyone. At Central National Bank, we provide Central Texans with a different kind of banking. We believe in people over processes, listening over telling, and helping our customers over helping ourselves. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. With so many companies and policies out there, it gets so confusing shopping for insurance, and I never know if I'm getting the policy that's right for me. Luckily, I met the team at Nitchie Group Insurance Agency. With the Nitchie Group, you can go to one company and get access to coverage options from many insurance carriers. And you get to speak to a real person about your specific coverage needs. With the Nitchie Group, I know I'm getting the right coverage at the right price. If you need insurance, talk to the experts at the Nitchie Group at 1-800-258-8302. Back with us, John Morris Show on this Wednesday. We're brought to you in part by Alliance Bank. Alliance Bank, it's your bank. 
John Morris, Aaron Sexton in the Allen Samuels studios. Aaron, another part of uh, start of a semester is uh, uh, just some of those uh, first of the semester meetings that take place. And we in athletic communications were uh, honored to be a part of one for Lariat TV and Lariat Radio and uh, and the online Lariat. Bruce Geetson leads that group now, and they had us over, uh, Jerry Hill and I and Brent Ingram and uh, Max Calderon. Calderon uh, went over to visit with that group and answer questions they might have and kind of give them a real-life uh, look at uh, being in the media. So uh, very fun to be over there earlier this afternoon, and they've got a really good group. And I told them, I mean, that is some really good practical experience. Take advantage of it. Uh, when I was in school, we had KWBU radio that was completely student-run. Now it is uh, now it's an NPR station, so not that much student involvement. But what they're doing now with uh, the Lariat, and then especially if you include Lariat Radio and Lariat TV, uh, is great experience for them. So very fun to be over there and a good group. And Bruce does a great job, uh, you know, uh, mentoring them and uh, running that group. So thanks for having us over, and we are here to help, and I um, uh, hope everything goes well starting a new semester. All right, uh, we mentioned in the opening segment the uh, uh, success of Haley Cowan last night, one-time Baylor student-athlete in acrobatics and tumbling, won her MMA, MMA match last night, Dana White's uh, challenge series or uh, contender series last night, won it with a split decision, and here now is Haley Cowan visiting with this, the assembled media following the win last night. Hey, congratulations on the victory and the contract. Um, when you're sitting there and Dana's talking about you and he's sort of umming and ahhing, what's the feelings like internally at that moment? Um, that was worse. That's a more nerve-wracking feeling than you feel when you're stepping into the cage. Uh, and then he started it off with, that wasn't the most exciting barn burner fight that you, you, know, you want to see on contenders. And I was like, oh, great. And, uh, I did fight a really good girl, you know, he didn't sound like he gave me a scrub that I could walk out there and just be reckless with. So, um, yeah, and I said in my interview after the fight, I really believe that both of us belong in the UFC, and I think that we put on a UFC-level uh, performance tonight, both of us. So I'm happy with how it went, and I'm happy with my performance. Conversely, right, you know, so he starts off umming and ahhing, but then he eventually turns around and goes, ah, oh, get over here. What, how elated are you at that moment? It's like everything builds up, and then it just releases. So I... I had a feeling, you know, when when things when good things are about to happen to you, I feel like sometimes you just kind of know. And so, as nervous as I was, I did I did have a a deep deep feeling that you know my life was about to change. So, as excited as I was, I wasn't super surprised that he ended up, you know, flipping the the little attitude that he gave us at the beginning. So. <laughs> It's, a, it's an interesting one, right? He wasn't, like, overly complimentary of the fight, but he did turn around and say, you know, there's something about this girl. She's got a bit of a knit factor. I can't put my finger on it, you know? That, in turn, is actually probably a better compliment than one of the fight from Dana. Yeah, I, don't, I know what it means, but I also don't know what that means, but I'm thankful for it. <laughs> I'll take the it factor. Yeah, you know, uh, they don't like the clinch, and I love the clinch, and I do a lot of damage in the clinch. So even this fight, I, what I didn't... I wasn't able to do, you know, to hang out in the clinch for very long because I was worried about, you know, impressing him, and I didn't want him to consider that boring. But I've never, I've never even been warned in the in the clinch to get to work. I'm always very, very active. So um, I probably would have been able to get a finish if I would have, you know, uh, gotten to that clinch more and and did the damage I did in round one. But I, I, 
I was very, very worried that he was not going to like that. So, is that like a, an extra thing, an extra layer to fighting that you, you probably never had to deal with before? Where it's like, well, I, I need to fight and I need to win, but I also need to fight and win in a very certain way for this one guy. Yeah, not one time in my career so far has a ref come in to give me, you know, the the pre-fight uh, the rules and said, and by the way, you better be exciting. Like that's never happened. It's just like, oh, okay, thank you. <laughs> I'll try. Well, on that note, welcome to the UFC. Last question for me. Um, how important and exciting is it for you to know that the next time you fight, it will be in the UFC with those gloves on? I haven't even thought, I hadn't even thought about that yet. That's pretty exciting. I need to let that soak in for a second. <laughs> yeah, that's, I'm excited. You know, I keep telling everybody, this isn't the pinnacle for me. I, I do feel like my ceiling is high and uh, this is just the beginning. So I'm, I'm really excited to test myself and see what I'm capable of. Congrats on the win. Awesome stuff. Even when Dana spoke about you after the fact, it was just good vibe, good energy, just so you know. And whatever's there, it's, you know, something where somebody of that caliber can see and know there's a future. Was there any urgency? Let's circle back to the performance in that in your corner, like, okay, we're going the distance, maybe not what we planned. What were the thoughts? What were you guys? Um, yeah, um, I'm a very urgent person naturally. Like, uh, I get bored really easily, so I have I tend to get excited in fights, and so my corner is always real calm. And so um, he he didn't make me feel like I need. I knew I'm not stupid, you know. I knew I knew that we were one and one going into three, and I knew where I was having the most success and um, where I wasn't. And 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 Claudia's ground game is really really good. It's very legitimate. But I knew that if I got on top of her, that um, I was going to be able to to do a lot of damage and so she shot for that double leg and I hit that that wizard throw and, and landed on top and made a silly mistake and went straight into jujitsu mode at the end of that round and tried to go to her back and, and got reversed. I, I should have just stayed on top and kept kept punching my weight. You know, I probably would have either finished the fight or been a little bit more exciting. But you know, we make mistakes and we learn from them and hopefully we don't make them again. Of course, it's part of the evolution. Some of the seasoned vets, champions, go to their, their bread and butter. But what was that moment when they're announcing the scorecards and you're like, oh, here we go. Again, like I was I was so at peace all week. Like I knew that I'd, I checked every single box. And when, when you've had a camp where you know that you did physically everything that you're capable of doing, you, there's a peace. It's like, I'm gonna win or I'm gonna lose, but whatever happens, if I show up and perform, it happened. You know, what was supposed to happen happened. And so after the fight, I knew it was going to be a split decision. I had no doubt in my mind. Um, but again, I just had a feeling, like I said earlier, I just had that feeling that it's it's finally my turn. And and so I I, I don't know. I wasn't scared that I wasn't going to get the nod. I, I, th I kind of knew that I was going to get it. I don't know. It's a weird, it's a, it was a weird feeling. That's a great feeling. If your <laughs> hand's going to be raised before the fact, that's that confidence. Who's the ideal opponent? What's the ideal arena? What do you want to do an Apex event or like no, nah, give me Madison Square, give me T-Mobile? I don't like the silence. <laughs> you know, I was a college athlete uh, and college sports is very loud. I, I love the loud arenas. I would love to fight in Texas. I'm I'm a Texan. Uh, like you cut me open and I I bleed little Lone Stars. Like I would love to fight in Texas. That would be the that would be the dream. I will hope that you get that accomplished too on the bucket list and good luck on the career, Haley. Thank you. That is Haley Cowan, the big win last night. Dana White's contender series now moves on into the UFC. A great, great uh, move forward in her career. All right, let's take a break. We'll come back and check in on Baylor Volleyball with their green and gold scrimmage tonight in the Farrell Center. Visit with assistant coach, new assistant Josh Walker will join us when we come back. Hey, we're glad you're with us. John Morris Show will continue in a moment here on ESPN Central Texas. 
This is Dallas Cowboys football 2022. Hurts in the gun for the Eagles coming left to right in the green shirts. Only heard here. Snap is back. Little read option. He keeps it up the middle and runs slam into a wall and loses yards. All season. Micah Parsons. Saturday night. It's your Cowboys and the L.A. Chargers. Live from SoFi Stadium on this Dallas Cowboys radio network station. It's the Cowboys and the Chargers Saturday at 8 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Hey folks, Derek Scott here with Jim Turner Chevrolet. I'm excited to share with you that we have over 100 new vehicles coming to us in the month of August. That means you can go back to school in style. So call us today and reserve your new Chevrolet and let us tell you about the largest and cleanest used car inventories in Central Texas. And don't forget that we have one of the best service and parts departments and top-notch body shops that help make your choice even clearer. So give us a call, 840-3261, or shop us 24-7 at turnerschevy.com. And remember folks, we're just a heartbeat away in McGregor. We're a treat you like family so many chores and so little time if you feel this way too wc tractor is here to help we've bundled up the most popular new kubota tractors with the most popular implements and created ready to go kubota packages for your convenience stop by any of our kubota locations and take a test ride in our new affordable kubota l3302 neatly packaged with a loader cutter box blade and trailer think of all the tasks you can conquer with a new kubota tractor package come by or visit us online at wctractor.com local ladies. This is Tori down at Harley-Davidson of Waco. Our season is in full swing and we are looking for new rock stars in all departments. If you're tired of your everyday run-of-the-mill gig and long for something greater with good solid income, then hightail yourselves down here ASAP. Bring your spunk and enthusiasm. Do yourselves a favor and join our rowdy bunch today. Come see us at 4201 South Jack Colchin Freeway, right off I-35 and New Road at Harley-Davidson of Waco, or you'll never ride alone. Listen to ESPN Central Texas online at CentexSportsFan.com. This is Scott Davis, owner of Universal Windows. With inflation driving material costs through the roof and interest rates rising, don't put off replacing those old inefficient windows. Take advantage of our 0% interest for up to six years. Save the equity in your home. Save your cash. Call today, 254-301-7760, and you too will be saved. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home Did you know the average American pays over $500 a month for their car payment? What would you do if you didn't have to make that payment for 90 days? Where else could you use $1,500? Keep your car payments at Genco. Buy new or refinance your current vehicle and have no payments for 90 days. Take advantage of our low rates and no payments for 90 days. Only at Genco. Subject to credit approval, membership eligibility, and loan policies insured by NCUA. My money, my future, my credit union. I'm Kyle Tomlinson, General Manager of Jeff Hunter Toyota. We offer a full selection of new and pre-owned vehicles. Stop by and see me or any of our team members for a great car at a fair price. Jeff Hunter Toyota. Toyota quality, Waco values. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Lights with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. QMHB names four to the D3 football preseason All-American team. Kyle King and Jeffrey Sims Jr. were first-team All-Americans, and K.J. Miller and Ethan Ruckman also earned preseason All-American honors. Baylor Volleyball will host its first of two preseason matches today with the Green and Gold game at 6 p.m. in the Farrell Center. Dallas Cowboys will be back on the practice field today with a joint workout with the Chargers. Cowboys will have today and tomorrow with the Chargers ahead of the preseason game number two 
two with the Chargers on Saturday from SoFi Stadium in L.A. Simon Frazier and Canada's games against Texas A&M Kingsville, Western New Mexico, Angelo State, and West Texas A&M are being moved to a stadium in Blaine, Washington because of the fully vaccinated rule to enter Canada. Rangers drop one to the A's 5-1. Rubber match of that series tonight, 7:05 first pitch, and you can hear the game on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. You're listening to the John Moore Show on ESPN Central Texas. Um, Coach Joshua Walker is fresh off uh, back-to-back national championships for the University of Hawaii on the men's side. I think we're very like-minded in kind of how we coach and approach the game from uh, the physicality of the sport to being able to pass at elite level, tough serves, you know, be strong above the net, have a great toolkit for attackers. So uh, I remember coaching against him when he was at Hawaii and he went on to play pro overseas. So he brings a great wealth of knowledge as well. Now back to today's JMO Radio Show from the Allen Samuel Studios. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris and Aaron Sexton. Baylor Volleyball coach Ryan McGuire. A lot of uh, new with Baylor Volleyball this year, including a new staff alongside Coach Ryan McGuire. One of those, he was talking about Joshua Walker, his first year on staff at Baylor. And with the green and gold scrimmage coming up tonight in the Farrell Center, 6 p.m., free and open to the public, Coach Walker joins us now. And, uh, Joshua, we appreciate you being on with us. How are things? All good. Thanks so much for having me. You bet, you bet. Thanks for your time. Welcome to Waco. Welcome to Baylor. How's the uh, move and the transition been for you? Everything's gone as smooth as possible, almost better than I could even have hoped for. So uh, got the family here, um, not this past Sunday, but the Sunday, Sunday before that, moved in. Um, everybody's ready to go. My daughter, who's seven, she starts school tomorrow at Park Hill Elementary. And, uh, yeah, we're, uh, we're all excited to go, especially ready to go for tonight. Very good, very good. How have practices been? You know, with uh, uh, you know, it's a different roster every year. It's a, a smaller roster than Coach McGuire had last year, but a new staff and everybody uh, working together. Uh, how would you say practices have been so far? They've been great, just as far as the girls and their energy, and um, just trying to keep finding ways to get better. It's, as a coach, it's kind of nice having a younger team because uh, they just kind of absorb information um, so fast and they want to improve so much. Right. Um, so I think that's the, the attitude the girls have had the last couple of weeks and just trying to improve. And um, I think even though we've only technically te- practicing for just over a week now, it feels like it's been at least twice as much as that with, mm-hmm. uh, with how much they've improved. And uh, as uh, Coach McGuire said in that clip, uh, we used you had great success at the University of Hawaii, player there, and then coaching there, and national championships there. Uh, what was what was your time at Hawaii like for you? It was great. Um, just in general, for volleyball, Hawaii is uh, pretty well known just as far as the following that they get. Like kids grew, there grow up. Um, watching volleyball on TV. Um, so it's ingrained in them just as much as like probably watching basketball is to, to most Americans. Um, but 
because of that, there's just a high level of players that come out of the state that just kind of um, are, are obsessed with watching it. Um, if you look at the men's national team, there's three players on the team that were from the state of Hawaii, which is kind of unheard of for a 12-team roster to have three people from one small city. So, um, so it's a pretty big deal over there. And because the people took volleyball so seriously as a player, it kind of helped me shape my career in which, okay, I was taking it as – as seriously as everybody else and um yeah just kind of get us to be there for as long as I, I was and played overseas after I um had a all-american career as an undergrad and then um, came back and got into coaching and just kind of kept trucking along and kept getting better each year and uh everything just kind of built on each on his top of itself and um next thing you know we end up winning back-to-back national championships and making like four final fours in a row so um so yeah it's been a lot of success and I'm looking to to, to bring whatever I can to help Baylor have the same kind of success. I like that. A lot of success with back-to-back national championships. I always wonder about recruiting to Hawaii. Uh, in my mind, I would think, yeah, everybody wants to make the recruiting trip to Hawaii, <laughs> but not necessarily come there you know, to live and go to school. What was recruiting for uh, University of Hawaii like? Yeah, for us, when you you hit the nail on the head, we're not necessarily offering trips to to <laughs> fifteen and fifteen year olds. Like you can't just <laughs> right. like if they're interested, you can't just hand them a trip to Hawaii. Everybody's <laughs> taking that trip, so it takes a lot of discernment, um, figuring out those who are going to have more of an independent lifestyle because you can be from the the state of Hawaii and not necessarily be from that island. So a lot of the team that end up going or end up being part of the team, they like they kind of kind of grass onto each other because um, everybody was kind of moving away from home. So um, the kind of athletes that we got there did have aspirations to play professionally. So since there's no pro league in the U.S., it kind of lined up with uh, people just kind of wrapping their heads around that professional mindset um, heading over there. So, um, so yeah, it kind of, the work kind of got done for, <laughs> for ourselves because we weren't, uh, we weren't recruiting too many kids that, felt that the distance was an issue because we weren't getting any closer. So Right. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> Joshua Walker with us, assistant coach, Baylor Volleyball, Green and Gold Scrimmage comes up tonight. Then they'll scrimmage again on uh... – Sorry, is it Saturday or Sunday that you play A&M? Saturday. Saturday. Saturday at 4 against A&M, uh, also in the Farrell Center. Both are free and open to the public. Uh, well, what, do you, uh, what, what was your background with Coach McGuire? How did you guys know each other? I know you traveled the same circles, same volleyball circles, but uh, what was it that led to him offering you this job and you coming here? Yeah, so um, like you said in the in, early to begin the interview, or like Ryan said, I had played against them when I was an undergrad, so um, I just knew from playing against Cal Baptist teams how um, how tough they were, regardless of the, the division, whatever you want to put them at. They always played hard, so it was always a team you had to respect. Um, so that's my first interaction with Ryan. Um, and then after the run in 2019, um, they obviously had a great season that year. Uh, I actually got honored as assistant coach of the year as well that year. So we were at the uh, the Final Four banquet at the same time. Oh, nice! And for me, it wasn't just like what Coach Ryan was saying. It wasn't just what the girls were saying. It was uh, it was how they were saying it, um, just about their their faith base and um, how they were just they were competing and doing things that meant a lot more to them than just what the results were on the volleyball court. And I knew I had aspirations to be a head coach one day. Um, I didn't really know how. Um, and I I reached out to Ryan after. Um, after seeing them at a convention, just saying, hey, um, 
I just know I just appreciate what you're doing with the program. Um, I'm not sure uh, how my path is to become a head coach, but um, I definitely want to emulate um, what I've seen with your program one day. Um, and that's the I just sent him an email. He responded like maybe four months later, just because I'm sure you got slammed with emails around that time. Um, but he responded and said he appreciated it, and that was all the interactions we had up until the the interview process kind of came up. So, um, so yeah, that's just my interaction with Ryan. Very nice. That's great. And you know, uh, you know, you're a great fit to the program. Ryan mentioned that also knowing uh, how Coach McGuire runs the program and you play for an audience of one and, uh, you know, just a, a, at a place like Baylor. Uh, so we're glad you're here. We, we know you're a great fit for Baylor and a great fit for the volleyball program and uh, just really glad that you're here. What what do you uh, what do you see when you look at the Big Twelve? You know, there's a school ninety miles south of us that's pretty good, <laughs> but Baylor's pretty good also. What do you think about the Big Twelve? Uh, so I followed the Big Twelve volleyball for a while now, and obviously last year they got seven teams, I believe, into the to the tournament. Um, so that gives you an idea of how strong the conference is um, overall. There were a few teams that had a lot of COVID players that all kind of came back, so they made the rosters bigger than what they typically were. And on the flip side of that, well, those players all graduated or left. Um, and it was the same thing on the men's side. So this year you're going to see across the whole conference, teams are just going to look different. Um, even Texas, even though they're as powerful as they usually are, they have a lot of new faces on the court. So um, for us, it's like you focus on your side of the net. And because we're a young team, like I said, we know we're going to keep improving. We're going to try to push it and try to get as good as we can. But the girls, they've been in, high caliber gyms they're winners they've been there done that so for them it's how fast can we get that same feeling in the gym and keep building off of that to try to do things better um than the past so when it comes to playing different opponents or preparing for other opponents in the big 12 um i know um jason who has that who's at tcu that, that's exactly what he's planning on doing at that program so there's going to be a lot of new faces a lot of new challenges um but i think baylor's up for it just as much as anybody else would be yeah, very much so. It's going to be a fun year and a really good program. Very solid foundation for the program. Final question for you. Uh, you've got a background uh, steeped in, in men's volleyball. Now this is women's volleyball. Uh, you know, coaching-wise, what's what's the difference or what's the biggest difference uh, you might see there? Um, I would say in general probably there's a sense of on the guy's side you got to battle to build the bonds. Um, and so far on the women's side, I think it's more you got to build bonds before you go into battle. So um, I think there's definitely been a more of a focus on building the relationships with the girls early and them being more comfortable going out there and playing at their highest level versus like the guys you pretty much throw the ball out there and they're, they're just they're just fighting over it. So, uh, so that's probably been the difference. Um, not necessarily a bad thing at all. It's just different, right? Um, but that, that's what one part I've definitely enjoyed more, just trying to get to know the girls. Um, as much as possible and figure out what makes them tick and try to push the right buttons to get them to play at their highest level, becoming the best version of themselves. Very nice. Well, thanks for your time. We appreciate it. Uh, uh, have fun. Enjoy the uh, scrimmage tonight and then the one against A&M on Saturday. And we appreciate you being on with us. And, again, welcome to Waco and welcome to Baylor. Thank you so much for having me again. All right, we'll see you soon. Josh Walker, assistant coach, Baylor Volleyball. Uh, two new assistants, new director of ops uh, for the program this year. A lot of changes with the program, and that's 
Aaron, what goes along with being successful, you know, other programs come in and they want to take your assistant coaches. You know, they look at Baylor that has been very successful. And all of a sudden, Sam Erger is the head coach at SMU. And uh, Jason uh, Williams is the head coach at TCU. So we wish them uh, the best moving on from here at Baylor. But it really is a sign of a good program when your assistant coaches uh, get snatched away. Absolutely, yeah. If you, if if your assistant coaches aren't getting head coaching interviews, then that's well. That's let me flip that. When your assistant head coaches are getting right. head coaching interviews, that's a sign that you you have one of the top programs. And it, you know, it just doesn't happen with you know kind of mid middling programs. You know, you're very successful when that happens and. Like you said, you saw it with two assistants that are now head coaches, one at SMU, one at TCU. That's pretty amazing. Yep, very good there. All right, welcome to Coach Walker. We appreciate him being on with us. The scrimmage tonight, the green and gold scrimmage, 6 p.m. in the Farrell Center, free and open to the public. Then 4 p.m. Saturday against Texas A&M, likewise free excuse me, and open to the public on Saturday. Baylor volleyball pick number two in the Big 12 in the preseason poll. They are number 16 in the nation in the preseason AVCA poll, so very high expectations for Baylor volleyball again. Let's take a break. We'll be back with more in just a moment. Hey, we're glad you're with us. John Morris Show brought to you in part by the Baylor Club. Told you yesterday about our trip to the Baylor Club for uh, the Rotary Weekly Luncheon or bi-weekly luncheon. Uh, just fantastic. Food was terrific. Service was uh, uh, unparalleled, and it was just very fun to be over there at McLean Stadium at the Baylor Club. This was on the fourth floor for the uh, Rotary Club meeting yesterday. So great uh, example there of what they can do for you hosting your event. Uh, There's also membership opportunities available at the Baylor Club. Some right now leading into football season, uh, as good an opportunities as you'll have all year. So check it out on the web at thebaylorclub.com, thebaylorclub.com. You can call for questions, resolutions, Reservations, anything like that at 254-710-8080. We'll be back at the Baylor Club next Tuesday. The big Waco Chamber uh, kickoff lunch comes up next Tuesday. So we look forward to that and look forward to every opportunity we have to uh, visit and gather at the Baylor Club. On the web, thebaylorclub.com. Give them a call if you have questions, 254-710-8080. That is the Baylor Club at McLean Stadium. Matt Mosley, weekdays at 4 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. The Big 12, they tried to put a bear hug on the Pac-12. Okay, what does that mean? It means that they use some of those talks to take a peek at the Pac-12 and its finances while at the same time singling out some of those member schools of the Pac-12 and saying, come be with us. The Matt Mosley Show, weekdays 4 to 6 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Hey, Baylor fans, looking for a place to stay for the next home game? Camp Fempo Waco is a brand new camping resort located just five miles from McLean Stadium. Bring your RV or book a cabin at Camp Fempo and enjoy on-site amenities like their pool, swim-up bar, water playground, mini golf, and more. To learn more and book your stay, visit CampFempo.com. That's CampFIMFO.com. 
As fuel cost has risen, make sure your vehicle is summer ready. To get the best fuel mileage, take the proper steps needed in maintaining your vehicle properly with Kish's Complete Car Care Center's maintenance. There are many aspects of maintaining the fuel economy of your car. With rising fuel costs, we can make sure you get the best fuel mileage possible. Take the proper steps in maintaining your vehicle today at Kish's Complete Car Care Center. 5300 Franklin Avenue. Established in 2007 and independently owned, Alliance Bank Central Texas is committed to helping families and businesses meet their financial goals. From their tellers to their board of directors, they know the importance of superior service and competitive products. Customers have confidence knowing that their financial needs are in good hands. It's your bank, Alliance Bank Central Texas, with two Waco locations, 4721 Bosque Boulevard and 191 Archway Drive on Highway 84 and at AllianceBankTexas.com. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. Game time, weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Serving part-time in the Army National Guard has led to a lot of firsts for me. It paid for me to be the first person in my family to go to school. That education got me to the first day at my dream job, which I can still hold while I serve part-time. That job and the home loan benefits I got from the Army National Guard helped me buy my first house. I also know that I will be one of the first to respond if my community ever needs me. Sponsored by the Texas Army National Guard. Aired by the Texas Association of Broadcasters and this station. Are you worried about losing your pet in the cracks in your yard? Or does it sound like walking on potato chips when you walk across your lawn? Hi there, this is the Foundation Doctor. This heat and lack of rain is causing the soil beneath your foundation to shrink, leaving you with cracked walls, sticking doors, and a cranky spouse. But do not fear, the Foundation Doctor can help. We've been dealing with these soils for many years, and we know just how to get you back on the level. Foundation repair doesn't have to be scary, and with the doctor, it won't be. We have more repair options than anyone in town, and we'll craft the right solution for you and your home. And if need be, we'll help you fish your chihuahua out of that crack in your yard. So give us a call today at 863-8800 or look us up on the web at INeedTheDoctor.com. So for doors that are sticking and cracks in your walls, the Foundation Doctor will make a house call. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weitz with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. QMHB names four to the D3 football preseason All-American team. Kyle King and Jeffrey Sims Jr. were first-team All-Americans, and K.J. Miller and Ethan Ruckman also earned preseason All-American honors. Baylor Volleyball will host its first of two preseason matches today with the Green and Gold game at 6 p.m. in the Farrell Center. Dallas Cowboys will be back on the practice field today with a joint workout with the Chargers. Cowboys will have today and tomorrow with the Chargers ahead of the preseason game number two with the Chargers on Saturday from SoFi Stadium in L.A. Simon Frazier in Canada's games against Texas A&M Kingsville, Western New Mexico, Angelo State, and West Texas A&M are being moved to a stadium in Blaine, Washington because of the fully vaccinated rule to enter Canada. Rangers drop one to the A's 5-1. Rubber match of that series tonight, 7:05 first pitch, and you can hear the game on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. I get, the more I think 
Alan Jackson brings us back. Welcome back. Final segment, John Morris Show on this Wednesday. Headed out to uh, football practice here in just a moment. Bears continue get practice 10 or 11. I think today is practice 11 of fall camp. Uh, they'll scrimmage again on Saturday morning at McLean Stadium. Sorry to say, again, not open to the public any of these practices uh, this week or the scrimmage. Uh, John Morris and Aaron Sexton from the Allen Samuels Studios. And, uh, Aaron, we should mention the Rangers uh, uh, Rangers at it again. Uh, they fired their manager, Chris Woodward, on Monday. Today, John Daniels is out. Daniels, the uh, president of baseball operations, um, executive vice president and GM Chris Young will assume oversight of all aspects of the Rangers baseball operations department. But I know there are a lot of folks who thought, uh, you know, the move of Chris Woodward was one thing, but John Daniels was the guy that, uh, uh, in a lot of people's minds, was the guy that really needed to go. Yeah, the uh, manager in Major League Baseball gets way, way too much blame for how a team does because they just don't impact it as much as they used to. They do impact it but not not as much as coaches in other sports, I don't think. And Chris Woodward never really had a chance. You know, he had terrible teams his whole time. He's got a better team this year, but they're still not a playoff team with their pitching staff. John Daniels, though, he had a great run building and getting the, the Rangers to their first World Series and almost winning it if... Nelly Cruz could have caught a fly ball, but that's a discussion <laughs> that for another day. Up, yeah, before I start tearing up. But um, his last seven or eight years, it's just been terrible. It really has. The, almost every trade has been bad for the Rangers. Farm system is better now because of the last couple of years, but it's been decimated. And I think Evan Grant from the Dallas, from Dallas, the Dallas Morning News had a tweet that said the the Rangers haven't had a first round pick make an impact at the major league level since 2001 and they've had multiple drafts where every pick missed and wow. that's incredible and that's a very telling telling uh tweet about John Daniel's tenure at the Rangers as the Rangers uh, GM and president yep so he is out uh, major major changes uh, they're at the top with the Rangers organization this week. They're back in action tonight against the Oakland A's. And uh, I haven't seen a lineup yet. Have you seen a lineup? Is Shea Langoliers in there again? He was the DH last night. I will look at it while you're doing birthdays. I will look it up real quick. Sounds good. Check that out. Uh, but Shea Langoliers again, the Baylor All-American, uh, with his major league debut last night. A double down the left field line on the first pitch that he saw in the second inning. So uh, before Aaron could even hit record, record and save it for us, he was uh, doubling it on base and scored a run, and the A's won the game 5-1 to one last night over the Rangers. And he will be in the lineup again tonight as the DH batting eighth. Gotcha, gotcha. He hit sixth, I think, in the lineup last night, didn't he? Yes. All right, very good. So we'll keep an eye on that tonight. And let's look at some birthdays before we get out of here. On this Wednesday, 17th day of uh, of August, it's a big birthday day. Let me tell you, I got a good list of birthdays here. Jovan Overshone uh, just down the hall. She's our associate AD, senior associate AD for 
uh, all things uh, external f- affairs. So uh, happy birthday to Jovan Overshone. Does a great job. Has a lot on her plate. I tried to stick my head in her office just to say happy birthday a couple times today, but she was in meetings both of those times I went by there. But happy birthday to Jovan Overshone today. Uh, likewise, Drew Pittman here at Baylor. It is Drew's birthday. Drew is uh, – he's just one of those guys that makes our athletic department run. I mean, he does so many things and does them all very, very well. So happy birthday to Drew Pittman. It's, uh, it's an honor to work alongside you uh, here in Baylor Athletics. Uh, my nephew Craig Melton's birthday is today. Happy birthday to Craig on the uh, 17th of August. Pat Lawrence's birthday is today, former Baylor uh, offensive lineman. Uh, first child on the way for Pat Lawrence. Happy birthday to him. Um, let's see, Madison uh, Horner Freeman, uh, her birthday is today. Married to Mitch Freeman now. Happy birthday to Madison. Uh, Chill Pillsbury, guy from the Metroplex I was in school with. Happy birthday to uh, him, I think from the Metroplex. He might have been from Houston. But happy birthday to uh, Chill Pillsbury today and uh, Connie Gettinger, who I was in school with uh, in high school. It is her birthday today. So happy birthday to all of them. Aaron, a special birthday. Uh, We're a day late in this. I didn't get the word yesterday. Or maybe young Navy Ryan Railing was not born before uh, we were off the air. But, But she was born yesterday. Happy birthday to Navy Ryan Railing. Seven pounds, five ounces. 20 and a half inches long. Uh, her mom is Addison Railing, who works with us in athletics, in fan engagement. Andrew is uh, Navy's dad. And so congratulations to Andrew and to Addison, and welcome to the world, and welcome to the Baylor family, Navy Ryan Railing, born yesterday. And they sent me a sweet, sweet pic- picture, one of those blankets with, uh, you know, the footprints kind of printed on the blanket and kind of yawning. It's a great picture. So congratulations to uh, Andrew and to Addison, and uh, welcome to Navy Ryan Railing. Aaron, who else would you add? You can't top that now. You can't top Navy's birthday, but who else would you add to the list? There are a few today. Robert De Niro turns 79. That surprises me. I thought he was older than that. Yeah, we thought that too. Yeah, that's uh, just because I was a kid and he was already starring in move. You know, as 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 long as I can remember watching movies as a young kid, he was already starring in movies. But Robert De Niro is seventy nine today. Former Go Go's lead singer Belinda Carlisle is sixty four. Sean Penn turns sixty two, and singer and actor Donnie Wahlberg. He plays Detective Danny Reagan on Blue Bloods, and he's also a member of New Kids on the Block. He turns 53. That's today's birthdays. Very good. That's a good list. That's a really good list. Uh, Happy birthday to all those folks. Hey, we appreciate you being with us today. Hope you enjoyed hearing from Joshua Walker, new assistant coach for Baylor Volleyball. Tell you what, that volleyball program, they have got it going, and uh, they begin tonight with their green and gold scrimmage, 6 p.m. in the Farrell Center. Uh, It is free. It is open to the public. They will also host a scrimmage against Texas A&M 
on Saturday at 4 p.m. in the Farrell Center. That one also free and open to the public. So check that out. Remember, Baylor soccer begins their season tomorrow night. They'll host Minnesota tomorrow night, 7 o'clock on the banks of the Brazos. They've had a couple of exhibition games, and they will open the regular season tomorrow night, 7 p.m. Come on out to Betty Lou Mays Field for Baylor soccer. Uh, First regular season uh, match under uh, head coach Michelle Leonard comes up tomorrow evening. And football continues their preparation for the season opener September 3rd at McLean Stadium. Tickets uh, still available, uh, season tickets, single game tickets available at BaylorBears.com slash tickets or call 254-710-1000. Aaron, appreciate it. Thanks very much. Uh, and uh, Matt Mosley is coming up next. What do you guys have planned between 4 and 6? We will talk with Tim Kalashaw from ESPN about the Rangers firing general manager John Daniels. We'll talk with former Baylor standout, Baylor football standout Robert Strait. He was inducted into his hometown of Cuero's Hall of Fame. And we may have another guest, a Hall of Fame broadcaster, who will also be talking about the Rangers firing John Daniels. So right. it'll be a lot of Rangers talk and then a lot of uh, college football talk during Campus Confidential. All right, very good. So that comes up uh, right now, top of the hour, 4 to 6 with Matt Mosley. Tom Ward and Ryan are back tomorrow morning with game time. They'll have R.J. Ochoa on at 7.30. Jared Sandler from the Rangers Radio Network at 8. And the incomparable Stephen Simcox at 8.30 tomorrow morning. All on game time with Tom Ward and Ryan tomorrow morning. Your first word in local sports. Hey, we appreciate you being with us. Aaron, thank you very much for more making things work for us right now stay tuned matt mosley is next keep it here on espn central texas that happened fast for shea langoliers your home for the waco lions espn central texas